Hello everyone, before this video starts I would just like to say a couple of things. First I want to start off with what this video is. This video is made up of four stories, all these stories have been featured on the channel before though. But today, as a treat, we have remastered these stories with four new voices. Four stories, four voices, one video. The next thing is, I'd like to say a massive thank you to everyone that has been supporting recently, especially with one of our most recent uploads, Mr. Magoo, by Andrin. Andrin, thank you so much for letting us narrate your story. I know you will be listening to this considering you actually recorded one of these stories in this video. And, sorry, I'm getting a bit off topic. I'd just like to say a massive thank you to everyone watching on YouTube, maybe listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find this. You're what keep this podcast running, alongside a team of people, of course. We're looking forward to what's to come for the podcast in the future. We have many stories lined up, especially the continuation of The Way the World Ends and The Symmetry Files. I've been asked by a few people now when they're getting continued. Trust me, it's not too far in the future. Uh, if you do enjoy this video, please leave a like, maybe share with your friends, and if you haven't already, please subscribe. It's free, so you can always change your mind. Enjoy the video. Look, I'm not a child. I'm 24, but everyone has something they're scared of, and mine's a little more cliche than most. I'm scared of what's under my bed. I slept on the top bunk of a bunk bed for my entire childhood, so I guess I never really got it out of my system. 18 years on a bed probably just desanitized all of you to the fear. I never had that luxury. Last night I was soon on edge. I couldn't sleep. I ended up standing on my bed and jumping as far as I could, then bolting it to my kitchen without even looking back. I grabbed a knife and I whipped around, but only to find nothing. But I swear to God, I heard footsteps. That was it. I'm doing something about this. I'd figured I'd get a camera to go under my bed. Looking online, it took no time at all to find what I was looking for. It would work as a motion sensor. If it sensed any movement, it would snap a picture and send it to my phone. Laying in my bed with it the first night was actually pretty nice. If my phone didn't buzz, I had this assurance that nothing was there and I flicked my lamp off and turned over. Then I heard something. I quickly checked my phone and there was no notification. But I swear to God, I heard steps. I turned on my back and kicked my leg back into my bed. Why was I on edge? Nothing was there. My phone bust. With shaking hands, I opened my phone to see a notification from the camera. Nothing. Nothing at all. What the fuck? Rolling over, I decided just to go to sleep. My phone burst again. This time frustrated, I opened my phone to find nothing. What in the hell is going on? As I was about to close my eyes again, it hit me. The photo looked a little different. It wasn't picking up motion. Someone was moving it. rooted to the ground and the start of a dimly lit alleyway. A single light 
hung near the middle, swaying in the wind, casting shadows over everything in sight. The further away from the light, the dimmer it got. But near the end of the alleyway was an area, an area void of light. I couldn't take my eyes off the humanoid figure that drained the light from its surroundings, nor could I take them off the lifeless corpse in its hands. As it looked at me, its ruby eyes shone, causing me to collapse. Yet, I still couldn't take my eyes off it. It threw the corpse against the wall as it started ambling towards me. It now towered above me. I tried to scamper away, but I was paralysed, rooted to the ground, staring at the humanoid abyss. It opened its mouth in a snarling grin, revealing a row of pointed white teeth stained with blood. Its claws pierced my flesh, drawing blood from my neck. The crimson liquid ran down my back and absorbed into my shirt. I looked into its eyes with pure fear. I was going to die. As I frantically searched for a way out, everything went black. Where was I? I couldn't move. I couldn't see. There was no sound. My last experience was its hot, damp breath caressing my cheek. What was that thing? Who was I? Was I someone? I don't know. And then all thoughts ceased. I wasn't always like this. I mean, sure, it's been going on for so long that it definitely feels like it's always been this way. But I do remember a time where everything was normal. I remember being a child in a village, having a father, having a mother. I really miss her, my mother. But that all came to an end. I made a bad choice in my youth and that choice led me into meeting bad people. I'll spare you all of the dragged out history, but what I can tell you is that I fucked up and I was punished. Which brings us to my now, the now that never ends. Today I've died nearly 6,000 times and it's not even 12pm. At 3am I died from a hemorrhaging in my brain after having my head bashed against the side of a bathtub repeatedly. At 7am I felt the belt tighten the last little bit it could and then felt my neck snap, felt my body go limp, felt the ragged drags of laboured breath as the world became no more. At 7.27am I pulled my hand away from my shirt, seeing it covered in blood right before feeling a pressure in the back of my head. I briefly had the chance to recognise the bullet that came out of the front of my head before death came. At 10.53am I felt every bone in my body break as I hit the concrete from the drop. The pain was immense but brief. And now, at 11.46am, I'm here. And well, so are you. You're waiting at a stoplight. You don't know I'm here. You see, when I was alive, I did something bad. I was punished. I was punished to an eternity as what many call death. There are many of us with our own specialities. 
We are required to not only guide your soul at death, but we come into your body and experience your death for you. But as an added punishment for my wrongdoings, my speciality is death caused by murder. You're still at the stoplight. You don't see the man with the gun approaching your window yet. But I do. Don't worry. You won't feel a thing. This will hurt me more than it will hurt you. Some time ago, I'm not sure how long exactly, but the men in the white coats took me away. It happened without warning, in the middle of the night. One minute I'm lying in bed, soundly asleep. The next I'm bound and gagged, looking up at the man with the needle and surgical headlight. Whatever they injected me with, really did a number on my head. The room spun faster than a jet engine, and it felt like my eyes were about to burst out of my skull. I woke up strapped to a hospital bed, unable to move, watching neon lights pass overhead as the white coats wheeled me through an endless tile corridor. They escorted me to a padded cell, stuffed a bunch of pills down my throat, then disappeared. I heard bolts click on the door, and that was that. No word from my family, no explanation as to why the hell they brought me here. Nothing. Even today, I have no idea whether anyone on the outside knows where I am. The hallucination started on the very first night. The pills they make me take cause some sort of psychosis. In the corner of the room, 